everybody, and welcome back to Time and Attention, the podcast dedicated to helping you become a better, more intentional human being. This is episode number 123, The Fake Commute. Yeah, you just wrote an article on this. Yes, people like this article. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised, not that they liked it, I'm surprised with how much they liked it. Yeah, people like commuting, I guess. <laughs> If it's fake, Some only if it's do fake. Like commuting, actually. <laughs> um, before we get in, audience request, mm-hmm. beard update. <laughs> um, I can't believe people want this. <laughs> the, the beard content is what people come to the pod for. Um, it continues to grow in a, a majestic way. It is actually looking pretty good. Okay, can yeah. we say that? Uh, what grade would you give this beard? You're, you're a professor. Not of beards. Um, it's a pretty good beard. Everybody who sees it. So we've been hanging out with friends we hadn't seen in a while a lot lately, and everyone comments on how much they love the beards. We so. gotta do like videos. Nah, everybody's watching uh, podcasts on YouTube now. Maybe, maybe clips or something. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But then we'd have to get like cameras up in here mm-hmm. around our own dining room table. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, he didn't give it a rating. Um, intentionally, because I don't know what to rate it. It's okay. pretty great. I don't know. All right, great A, a plus, beard. but All there's right. a curve, so you get a B. Cool. <laughs> Mock commutes. Okay, this is Mock something... Mock commutes, cool. Or fake commutes, whatever you're calling it. Yeah. We actually alluded to this a few weeks ago, because I couldn't bike, and I haven't been able to bike to work for a couple of weeks now. I bike to work every single day, and I really, really noticed the difference of not being able to bike to work. And it got me thinking... Why or what is the benefit of a commute in general, or is there one? And you have been doing something kind of interesting too at the same time, where you have been faking a commute essentially mm-hmm. because you work from home, so yeah. you don't have a commute. Well, it's from our dining room table to your office. Yeah. Well, uh, essentially, I've done nothing for the longest time, but in winter, it gets dark. It does. There's less sunlight here. You don't want to go outside because it's the what? What is it right now? It's minus eleven. And this morning um, it felt like minus 20 when I woke up. Yeah. So, and like, I, I feel that's around the range that the temperatures are the same in, in Celsius and Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so as an experiment, I started doing this fake commute that we were talking about. So it's my daily transition into work mode. <laughs> um, and so I'll dress up for the outdoors, even though I'm working from home. Uh, I'll walk outside, I'll set a timer for 15 minutes. And after that goes off, because I want a, a 30 minute commute, I'll turn around and then walk the other 15 minutes back home. And, you know, it's, I love the walk. It's a bit of thinking time. It's a bit of uh, morning sunlight. There's a chance to listen to music and podcasts and audiobooks. It's a wonderful part of the morning routine. And I love it far, far more than I ever thought I would. So do you listen to something on your walk? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes I, I find I just want to think. Hmm. Uh, and so I'll put on some audio and uh, I, I love Apple Music, they have a spa station, uh, but also uh, there's a whole subcategory of Apple Music focus playlists. Yeah. Uh, so like concentration, lo-fi ones. I like the lo-fi for, for walks sometimes. Um, so yeah, I'll just throw on one of those and I'll always have a notepad nearby as well for capturing classic ideas. Yeah. That's a classic. Never move. go anywhere without a notepad. What's wrong with you? I mean, I don't go anywhere with a notepad. Yeah, that's why you have no ideas. No, I'm just, you have Rude. lots of ideas. <laughs> I just put them in my phone. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, why do you like this? I'm curious because you haven't always done this. And I think you've been working from home for many yeah. years now, even pre-COVID. And you never used to do this. So I'm curious why now and well, why do you like it? I, I think the winter is a huge kind of factor mm. in this because, you know, you, you get that significant exposure to sunlight first thing in the morning. Um, and so the sun's at a, a lower angle. And so you get a, a higher dose uh, of, you know, you get, it's great for mood. You get the vitamin D production. There's eye health benefits. There's uh, cognitive functioning benefits. There's circadian rhythm regulation benefits when you have that exposure first thing in the morning. Um, but that's, that, that's just the sun. That's just the sun shining in the sky, Arden. There's also, you get the morning exercise. um, And it's, I I find more than anything, it's this kind of way of transitioning into work mode. Um, So it's mental as much as it is physical, uh, where there's a a chance to reflect on what I I want to accomplish that day and get out of that day. Um, There's a chance to say hi to people. Um, that aren't just on the other side of a webcam. You encounter new ideas like in podcasts and audiobooks. It's, um, it's, it's one of my favorite parts of the morning now. So one of the things I really miss about biking to work, so I, I've been, I, I, quite frankly, because I can't bike to work, I've been w- working from home a lot more. Yeah. Um, and Or getting a ride with one of my colleagues who is wonderful and, and drives me to work sometimes while I can't take the, while I can't bike. And I can also bus, which is fine. And sometimes I do that too, but it, it public, the bus I take, I'm a big, big, big public transit advocate, but, uh, the, the bus I take from here, it is very unreliable. So it's OC to- Transpo, if you are listening, the seven bus just doesn't come or is more than five minutes late more than 50% of the time. I have been tracking for over a year and a half now (laughs) since we moved back and it just straight up doesn't come or is completely like super, super late or super early, which is also a problem. So anyway, if I, me, somebody who has been a public transit lover for my whole life finds busing to work when I live downtown and work on a campus too, too cumbersome, we have a problem in the city. Being but, a, a public transit advocate in Ottawa is like being a, a water advocate in well, the desert. It did used to be better. We won't get on the soapbox because Ottawa has had the, one of the most disastrous Google, Google train. if you want. Google <laughs> Ottawa Transit and you'll, you'll see what we're talking about here. Yeah, we built a light rail train in Ottawa a few years ago now and it's just been like calamity after calamity it's almost like comically bad they brought in a california company who didn't know how to winterize it right yeah the first trains weren't equipped for snow and this is the snowiest capital city in the world (laughs) anyway anyway yeah Okay, all that aside, I don't bus very often anymore because it's just, it's not reliable. So I can't bus. I can't bike right now because I'm not allowed to bike for six weeks. And I, so I sometimes drive, but it's just none of those are, are particularly satisfying options. And I'm really, really having a hard time adjusting to this because I find a big benefit of my commute is it also kind of shifts me into work mode. There's like mm-hmm. a, a habitual component of of a commute where yeah. I get my I get my bike clothes on, I get to work. By the time I change back into my work clothes and I sit into my office, I am so ready for yeah. my day. Yeah. And I really miss that. And my commute is it's like kind of the ideal length. If you look mm-hmm. at all of the stats on how people 
how, how people's life satisfaction. What do, they, what do they say? Yeah. So, I mean, we talked about this in, I mean, the Happy City book by, is it Charles Montgomery? Yeah, I think Something it's Charles like Montgomery. It is a fantastic read. Um, if you haven't read Happy City, it's a really, really, really great read. And I've now, so since then, I've done a little bit of research on things like commute. Charles commute Montgomery. And, yeah. Great. Uh, on things like active transit and stuff like that. And so, I mean, that's not the primary primary focus of my research, but it's an area that I just am really interested in. So I'm constantly reading up on this literature. And I mean, one of the things that definitely comes out of many of these papers, and there's a lot of nuance that we can't possibly get into in like a 20 minute podcast. Yeah. But there is a kind of like ideal sweet spot in how long people want their commutes to be. And it's roughly around 20 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, some studies show that the biggest negative effects, so like increased stress, even like impact, negative impacts on health and things don't really manifest until after like an hour or so. Mm. But even then, I mean, some people do have hour long commutes, right? If you live in the suburbs and work downtown, like many folks do, maybe while you're listening to this podcast hey, on those hello. commutes, hello. Um, there are these negative consequences with really long commutes. And even and aside from these like really extreme consequences, there's an ideal between how much time people spend commuting um, and their overall life satisfaction. And that's something mm. that they talked about in the Happy City book, which I loved. Um, and it's around this 20 minute sweet spot. And I am exactly at that 20 minute sweet spot. My nice. commute takes me 18 minutes. I can do it in 14 if I'm really booking it on my bike. But 18 minutes is usually around what I, well, how long it takes me plus getting ready and just like, getting dressed and stuff. So if anything, my fake commute should be shorter. Um, I th- it also does vary by like mode, oh, right? Okay. So people are... Walking is just nice. So mm-hmm. it's different spending 20 minutes in a car than yeah, 20 minutes yeah. biking. And I, I appreciate that we are not car people, so we we don't really like driving. We're city slickers. We do live in the city, but that was by choice, right? There was lots of, I mean, you we save a lot of money by not having a car. Um, there's that aspect of it, but we also, we walk everywhere. And that's yeah. just part of what we like. Lots of people like to drive and that's okay too. Um, but even then, if you're driving more than half an hour or so, there are consequences, right? People mm-hmm. often report, I mean, there's a really great paper that shows um, that even if you're not necessarily less happy with your overall life, having a longer commute does make you less happy with like um, your overall satisfaction with your home life and your kind of mm. leisure time because you do have less time, right? If you're spending yeah. really long time driving every day, if you're spending two hours of your day driving to and from work, um, that's obviously less time you have to spend with your family and to spend on activities you love because um, most people don't adjust the time that they spend on their work, right? They spend the seven and a half, eight hours, whatever people spend at the office. Well, they need to. That is yeah. not going to change. So that extra time commuting has to come from somewhere. Yeah. Um, and so that is a lot of, there's so much nuance in this literature mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of like, if you look at slightly different cohorts or slightly different populations, you get slightly different results. But <laughs> Well, especially with commuting, which is part of the complexity of somebody's life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, there has to be nuance. Yeah. But I, so yeah. just to kind of wrap this up, I mean, there are, there are lots and lots of studies that show this kind of 20 minute, 30 minute mark is kind of a sweet spot for how happy people feel with their commutes. Yeah. I will say there was a paper back in 2001. It's very widely cited, the Redmond and uh, Mokhtarian paper. Um, we'll, we'll link to all of these in the show notes, but um, it did show that, and I think part of this might have been how it was presented to people, but almost no one, something like 2% of people said they wanted a zero minute commute. Like they mm. wanted no time commuting. So I think there is... The, this was pre-COVID though, right? This paper? Oh yeah, it was yeah. 20 years before COVID. 
COVID. But I mean, I think even when people had that option, they still didn't say they wanted zero. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's reflected in lots of people's choices, right? That people don't mm-hmm. usually choose zero minute commutes. Um, and so there's something about commuting that like there's this like mode shift in your head mm. um, that that's kind of nice and helps you kind of separate different parts of your life. Yeah. If that's something you want to keep separate, maybe you don't. Maybe you are one of those 2% who want a zero minute commute. Even coming home after the fake commute, I feel as though when I walk in the front door, I've walked into a different building from the one that I left. Um, It's this weird psychological effect that I can't explain. It's obviously just like a mental cue that I'm home again, so it's time to work again. Uh, But I feel, I honestly feel as though I have fresh eyes Mm. when I come back in a way that I don't have when I'm just kind of on a walk somewhere. I feel like uh, I've transitioned into that work mode. And I, I really... I love it. This fake commute it is, uh, it, it's something I never expected would stick. Um, but if you work from home and, you know, you ha- have this option to fit this into your day, you would have time for a regular commute. You'd fit it in. So why not a fake commute? Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a lovely routine. So can I ask a hard yeah. question? Why don't you do this at the end of your day too? I don't want to. <laughs> I find that, that that is an interesting question. I, I find kind of meditation helps a bit more mm. at the end of the workday because I just kind of get to sweep the, the floor in my mind, which is kind of riddled with stray papers and other work-related uh, accessories. I get to kind of clean up my mind and just clear it after a long day. Mm. Um, whereas coming to work, I really feel like I I need to get in a zone of some mm-hmm. kind, um, like in a, in a headspace where my mental posture changes, mm-hmm. um, whereas I find I gradually ease up uh, with that mental posture with meditation. So um, maybe they are ways of accomplishing pretty much the same thing, but I find they work differently for those purposes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that answers it, but that's what works for me. I think you should try it. And there's a yeah? reason I think you should try it. Why? So I always find that so I never feel any aversion to doing my morning bike ride when I have to go to work yeah even if it's pouring rain I'm like eh, whatever I'll get a little wet not the end of the world never feel any aversion to going to biking to work but sometimes when I'm at work and I need to bike home all I can think is oh my gosh I just want to be home I wish I didn't have to commute but by the time I get home I'm always so happy I had like 20 minutes to kind of decompress because I feel like I'm usually carrying this like I've been thinking all day I've been like really focused there's yeah I think you're you're totally right that you kind of want to have like a little space after work and maybe meditation is doing that for you but I find that even with if I'm like driving getting or getting a ride home that is a way of mentally kind of decompressing from work, but it's not the same. Like it does not feel the same to me as my nice 20 minute bike ride. And obviously I know those are not the same. Like I know driving is not the same to me as biking when I hate being in a car. Like I just hate driving. Um, But I do love biking and obviously I know that's different, but um, even if I walk, I feel like it's just a little bit nicer to have a separation that's more active Mm. than just sitting on a meditation cushion. I'm curious if you would find the same. I'll try it out today. Yeah, try a little evening commute. Good stuff. Maybe make both of them a little shorter. Yeah, like this podcast. It's a shorty. Yeah, shorty. Yeah. Last one was a little long, so. Was it? Yeah, we're we're averaging out. The one with Lucinda? 
Oh, no, sorry. The last one I was on. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's... Uh, did you listen to the chat with Lucinda? I did. Yeah? What'd yeah. you think? Very interesting. Yeah. I don't really ever want to write a book, but yeah. I think it was very interesting. And it's just funny that so many people ask you, what should I do if I want to write a book? And now you <laughs> could just give them this book. Yeah. I feel like I said this last time, but I really feel like she wrote that book for you. <laughs> I, I need a, a keyboard maestro's script yeah. where I press a key combination on the computer and it, uh, it pops up a thing with an address field to mail that book to somebody who asks me this damn question. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> no, I'm no, grateful to, to help people out when I can. But the fake yeah. commute. The fake commute. Be- and better maybe than you mix think. it up. Maybe yeah. if you are going to try a fake commute, maybe try a bike ride. Maybe try a walk. Maybe try, I mean, if you have public transit, take it somewhere fun. If you're in Ottawa, <laughs> take the LRT because now it's actually great. It had a really rough start, but it's really fun now. And you can go, you can take it both ways and it's really cool. I can promise you, Arden, yeah. that I will not be hopping on a bus for this fake commute. <laughs> It'll train. be No, why be would fun. I know? We no. live really, really close to It'll the train. It'll probably break down and then I'll lose no, the whole day of work. No, it doesn't break down anymore. It's great now. No, Ottawa Transit is garbage. <laughs> and on that note, this is Time and Attention, timeandattention.fm. Uh, is where you can find all the corresponding show notes also in the podcast player that you're listening to this in. Yeah. You can just look you at the notes there. in there. Uh, we'll link to Happy City. And do you have the, the studies up? I do. Do you think anybody reads these studies? I don't know, but if you're interested, in go ahead. Yeah. It's always great to read the studies. Go to directly to the source. Yeah. To the source. Uh, Timeandattention.fm. We'll see you in a couple Tuesdays. Bye.